Welcome to our podcast, Obsidian Stories. I'm Angela Ford, founder of the Obsidian Collection Archives. I feel like the more you do that in celebrating people, the more they realize that, oh wow, they're actually here for me. Mm-hmm. And it, it opens up even more of people wanting to take part because they really see that it's a sisterhood. In this episode of Obsidian Stories, we go across the pond. Our goal has always been to build a global platform filled with images of the Black diaspora. Our first stop is London, October 2022, during the UK's Black History Month. We've partnered with UK BF Tog. These Black female photographers have formed a powerful sisterhood. Hello, good people. Welcome back to the latest and greatest from the Obsidian Collection podcast. It's your host, Joy Weathers, and I'm so, so happy and excited to have this discussion because everyone, the Obsidian Collection is going global, honey. This is a huge moment for everyone. We are so excited, and I could not be more honored than to have our guest on the show today. So everyone say hello to Jamela Ukebu from the UK. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. So you have an amazing CV, a resume. I am so, so excited to talk more about what your special talents are. But just giving a little bit of background, you're the owner of Mel's Photography and you specialize in maternity, newborn, and then cake smash photography. But even more so, you have an amazing brand that you started, a network. And so I just really want to jump right into it. What does UKB Photog stand for, first and foremost? Okay, so UKB of Tog stands for UK Black Female Photographers. Come on now. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) So what made you like want to create this or, you know, this network of amazing women? Like what is that origin story for you? I've been a photographer for 11 years now. I even started it as a photography degree as well. And It was basically one, me being self-employed and feeling lonely when it came to Christmas parties. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't have no one to go out with. (laughs) And then also, you know, attending things like photography conventions and talks and stuff like that. I was continuously the only black woman in the room. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about conventions where it's like thousands of people. And I can count on one hand how many black male photographers I would see. And then there was no black female photographers, especially when I first started going. And um, I knew a couple. I knew at the time, well, I founded it in 2017. So at the time, I knew about two or three. And I literally went on Twitter went on Instagram and I was like, where are the black female photographers? I know as black people, we are creative, but every every single space I go in, we're non-existent. And literally my phone blew up. (laughs) (laughs) Twitter blew up, Instagram blew up. Everyone was like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, tagging away. And then someone messaged me and was like, I can't wait to see what you get up to. And I thought, oh my God, that means I actually have to do something now. This can't just be like a random call out to see where people are and, and like nothing happened. So um, yeah, from that point, it was, yeah, all, you know, my friends said, get a notepad, plan your year, 
Literally. And then literally we'll go from there. <laughs> See, you went and you were like, I have no one to hang with. And now you yeah. have every, all the invitations. And so it's like, how do you balance that? You know? <laughs> Everything. It's a lot. Be careful what you ask for. No. <laughs> literally. Literally be careful because you just don't know what's going to happen. I think that's amazing to see that you were self-motivated to do something. And I think you made a really excellent point. And, and even forgive my ignorance, but when I was coming up, like I only knew about Gordon Parks or, you know, and in, in especially in terms of women, Annie Leibovitz. But it's like in terms of like branching out, there's a whole world of talented Black creatives and Black women creatives that are doing amazing work everywhere. So I love the fact that you you basically took charge in your own hands and was like, I'm going to find this network and create it. Yeah. And it's weird because at first it started as London Black female photographers, because obviously I'm London based. And then those photographers are like out of London, like, oh, um, can I join too? And can I join too? And it's all, oh God, we've got Midlands, we've got further up. The entire UK. UK. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so looking into like how you connected with the Obsidian Collection, right? Because we're on the other side of the pond, if you will. Mm-hmm. So when the executive director, you know, met with some of the members of your group, she was definitely blown away by the support and camaraderie. And so how is it that you foster that energy? Because a lot of times, especially Black women, we fall into that trope of like, oh, there can only be one at the top, which we all know isn't true. So how is it that you keep the network like truly a sisterhood that supports one another? I always knew that will be a battle because as Black women, we've been just trained to play against each other Mm -hmm. and you know constantly look at you know oh let me not tell her my idea because she might steal it and go and do it and it's a constant you know as girls in school it was we're fighting against each other you know who looks the nicest and all that kind of stuff like kind of growing up so I knew that this was going to be the kind of time to kind of just keep like encouragement it's like words of affirmations literally the positivity and Always, if you see someone do something amazing, it's like, hey, congratulations. Like, this is amazing, you know? And I feel like the more you do that in celebrating people, the more they realize like, oh, wow, they're actually here for me. Mm-hmm. And it, it opens up even more of people wanting to take part because they really see that it's a sisterhood. We actually come out and, and support each other. You know, and by doing like we do meetups, we do studio meetups, outdoor meetups, by doing all this kind of stuff, it it then reinforces that us being together and oh, what settings have you got? Oh, have you tried this? Oh, I never thought of that. And then again, that's another way of like supporting each other. I mean, like, oh, this person's here for me. They're not trying to sabotage my picture. <laughs> They're actually trying to help me. <laughs> They're trying to make it better. You know, me, yeah. I'm I'm stuck in the curse of a Valencia filter. I just can't let it go. So (laughs) it's great to see that, you know, you all have this network of really of iron sharpening iron and making one another the best. And that's the thing when, when you have that mindset, it truly creates an environment where everyone can win and you celebrate the seasons of maybe someone else, but you also know like yours is coming because what you're giving in that moment, you're giving light to one another. And that yes. support, especially when you when you just came out of an environment of feeling like it's just me out here trying to do it. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. It's it's a journey because there'll, there'll be times where more people will take part and then they might like slowly step away and it could be something's happening in their family. Do you know, you're just checking like, hey, how you doing? Haven't heard from you in a while. And they're like, oh, thanks for checking in. It's not just 
everything photography related it's also other stuff we're able to connect with each other recently my daughter's about gonna be two next year and I was like hey let me meet up with some of the mums in the group so like some of the mums just went out with the children to like a park and stuff so there's other ways that in which we can relate to each other could be like the area that we live in it could be what country our parents came from what we came from and we're able to connect in other ways as well like that I love that and how amazing is it let me just say that even your babies get to see you all like sharing in that camaraderie and having a moment and that imprints on them as well so I love to hear how you've developed that foundation amongst these amazing women. So how do you feel about joining the Obsidian Collection? <laughs> like, tell me, are you nervous? Are you excited? Like, what, how, what are those feelings for you? Um, I'm excited because one, it's like being able to connect with someone across the pond mm-hmm. as well. You know, we, it's so weird because America is obviously so much bigger than us. And when we are here we feel like we're all on each other's doorstep in that sense and I always say to the ladies like even though like we're helping each other you might think oh no um I don't want to you know like like I said before like tell that person my idea because of x y and z I'm like you know that one day this person can up and leave and go to another country literally we can spread our wings further than the UK but still have a sisterhood here so it's nice to be able to to spread our wings and and do something more that than what's UK based in that sense and connect like I said connect with another company and for me as well I'm all about archives and and ways that we can hold our stories for generations and yeah it's definitely something that's up our street for sure for me it's exciting no, I love that. And I think also another piece that makes it a great partnership and connection is because our history isn't just relegated to our own specific, you know, cities or locate a geographical location. And so it really opens us up as a diaspora to see the similarities, to see the differences, to really learn from one another. So I think that's something that's like really important. I agree. And only serves to be developed even more as we now start to add even more or different partnerships to the mix. So I'm super, super excited about this. So excited. Definitely. So I saw I saw the video. I was like, oh, y'all were getting it at Carnival. Like y'all were having a good time. I I say every year, like I'm gonna go. I'm like, 2023, it's happening. But I know that MPV did an amazing video of the group at the event and it got a ton of local press. So, you know, why do you think that was? And then also how did that press really help with your reach and engagement for your brand, for the business? Mm -hmm. So yeah, so MPB sponsored that walk. They actually gave our members kit to shoot carnival, actually, which was fun because some of us haven't, there's like certain kits that we haven't used before and you want to experiment with and, you know, financially kit's expensive, honey. It's costly. So, you know, people was able to try stuff that they've never tried before. It could be something as simple as like, oh, normally I'm on a zoom lens and now I'm shooting on a fixed lens and things like that. And, um, it was nice and what was really odd is that we were walking around and you could hear people saying, wow, there's a bunch of female photographers. Because there was like 30 of us rolling out. Yeah, there was 30 of us. You all were rolling deep. Yeah, we were rolling deep. And it's so funny because it was like, okay, we got to shoot. It was like, okay, everybody like go in groups, like twos and threes because we're going to lose each other in this crowd. Right. <laughs> So we're like going down the road. We didn't even do the whole, we just literally done one street. We didn't even do the whole of Carnival. It was amazing, but it was so 
it was so good. And, and you know what? I don't even, it was amazing the attention that we got from it because we got messages from, because we went on the Children's Day. So we even got messages from the parents saying how comfortable they felt with their children and it being a female photographer on the other end of the camera. So the impact was more than, okay, you know, we also got featured in an AP magazine. Um, they highlighted us. and But in the end, it, it, it was more than that. It was how, it ended up being how it made our members feel. Because some of the ladies there emailed and said, oh my God, thank you for creating this safe space. I'm surprised I lasted so long. Like I thought I was only kind of come for 20 minutes because of my anxiety, etc. So they thought it wasn't even going to last long to the fact that they lasted the whole day and new friendships were, were created within that for our members. And as we're walking, it was like, I don't have the best confidence when it comes to my camera sometimes, you know, and especially because of what I shoot. This was completely different for me. This was now street documentary photography where technically I used to be in the studio and, you know, oh, mum, hold your bump and oh, let me roll the baby up and wrap it up. And oh, this is so cute to now documenting what's going on in the street. There was even some of us who were like passing on tips of like, what, what are you actually shooting? Like, what's your process? And it's like, do you know what? I want to focus on people wearing dresses. Someone was like, I want to focus on shooting families. And I was like, oh, I get it. So that was able to then help each other. And we'll come back together. Like, oh my God, my confidence has gone up like so much because of someone gave me a tip over there. Like one of the girls gave me a tip. So it ended up even just being... It was more than the attention we got. It was what did it do for all of us individually as women, as photographers, and what it also done for the people in Carnival that we didn't expect. Right. I think you said something that really stood out to me when you made the statement about a safe space. Mm-hmm. And it also ties into the importance of why representation matters because you have no idea who saw you all shooting and was like, you know, mom, I want a camera. I can do this myself. And so it is... And it's really impactful, you know, and you don't realize like when you just step out on faith or when you just step out to try something different, how that can positively impact someone and also strengthen your resolve to now keep going. So I loved hearing that. And then I think you also demonstrate your whole collective, the beauty of differing perspectives, because everyone was out at the same event, but they saw and they captured different things in different. And that to me is like the true beauty of art. Everyone sees something different and you can get a thousand different images or or you can tell a thousand different stories from just that one event. Yes. Yes. Even like some of us even photographed the same thing, but it was the angle in which was different, made a difference. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't think of that angle, but that's the whole point of us being who we are and being different. We will see things from different angles and our perspective is completely different, even if we're looking at the same thing. See, that's true. Jenna said, like, what? Like, you just, you, like, you just don't know what it is, but it's like, it's that magic, it's that spark. I love that. So in terms of looking at, like, how the partnership with the Obsidian Collection is going to develop, when I tell you I am so jealous that I can't just hop on a flight tomorrow and go to this, but I know that the collection or the Obsidian Collection is sponsoring an exhibit of four photographers from your organization that's going to be in the Brixton Market for Black History Month in October. What's cool about this particular exhibit? What is it that like really stands out to you and excites you about it? For me, I actually started in Brixton. I, uh... <laughs> I love Brixton. Yes. Okay. 
I've started in a place called Photofusion and it's a gallery space, but it's also an educational space where they taught me everything photography. They taught me how to develop. They taught me how to shoot film. They taught me how to do studio lighting, everything. Even came to a point where I was helping with teaching in schools and teaching children photography and stuff as well. So to be able to go back there after so many years, and to have the pictures displayed how they're displayed, for me, it's like, oh, wow, like I've, I've done a full 360. I've gone back to where I started in that sense. So for me, that's quite, yeah, that's amazing. To have that cyclical moment. And it's kind of like, let me ask you this. Does it feel like humbling or is there a piece that just kind of is like you're amazed or like a slight shock when you're kind of like, really sitting with that and the fact that you are back at a place that you really began at. Oh yes, definitely. Definitely. It's 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 a a nice feeling because I feel like you even for me, even when I sat down and registered most photography, I was in Brixton when I did that. Mm. <laughs> like nine <laughs> years ago. So it's almost like so much took place in that area. And as well, just us as as black people here in the UK, I have family members who live in Brixton. Like Brixton for us when we were younger, that's where you went on to do your, your Saturday shop. Right. Even though we didn't I didn't live in Brixton, it was always like a, a almost a base for us as black people. Mm-hmm. You know? And then I also with Photofusion, we did a project on the British Black Panthers. So I was part of the youth panel with that where we, you know, we interviewed Darkest Howell and Linton Crazy Johnson. So it's it, it, it brings back a lot of memories when it comes to my photography stuff as well as childhood altogether as one. And then even, you know, when I mentioned it to my mum, she was like, oh my God, I have to come. Like, I was like, I was like you know, when they have the pictures hanging in the ceiling, I'm just like, oh my God, yeah, we're coming. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. My cousin's like, oh yeah, we're coming. So because we put so much base in Brixton for us as black people, that is our British black people. That's our, our home base. I definitely can even attest to the to the fact even when I was visiting in London, I remember getting like saying like where are the black people out here? Like where where do we kick it? And they were like, Oh, you gotta go to Brixton. And I was yeah. like, I fell in love. I'm like, every time I'm kicking it in Brixton. But I think that's the beauty of community, right? It's yes. like it doesn't matter where you go, you will find that, you know, that cultural tie-in. Mm. You brought up your mom here, cousin. I I definitely just wanna know like how important to you is like the familial support in terms of what it is that you're trying to do? What what does that mean to you? And how does it help you in terms of developing the next phase of your business or the brand, I should say? Oh, it's so important because like they're the ones that will will tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> even if they don't understand, you're like, okay, let me, my, my mom can't even say UK beer talk to this day. She still can't say it. <laughs> it's like UK, you know, the female photographers. <laughs> Like, yeah, mom. I love your group. You know the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even like one of the Anvar members, Lee, who've been who's been helping me from the get go. Even today we had a meeting about it. Her mum's in the background helping us <laughs> with descriptions that. and stuff. So our parents and our family are very much involved in helping us. They're excited about what we've done. They're excited about where it's going and what we can do. They're excited about all the connections that we're making and yeah, it just excites them because 
you know, growing up, they say, oh, you know, get yourself into something that's going to make you money, like study something that's going to make you money. So for us, it's like social worker, doctor, teacher, those kind of typical things that you know you could always get a job from at first. So to now see us doing something like photography and me saying to mom, oh, yeah, I started with, you know, knowing three. Now the Facebook group has over 460 of us in there. That's not including Instagram and Twitter and the mailing list, who are those who are not in our prime communication point of a private Facebook group. And yeah, they're just, yeah, they're just amazed each time. It's like, do you need help? How do you need help? <laughs> do you need to carry your stuff? Like, in what ways they want to help, they will help. So yeah, it's really good. I love that. So in terms of looking at the network, like you said, it's grown to over like 460 women, just in regards to the Facebook group itself. And that isn't even counting your other platforms or, you know, your ways of reaching out. So what is that process? Like, can anyone just hire like photographers from the group? Is there like, as you said, a mailing list? What does that look like if someone's trying to get, you know, someone from your collective? So right now, obviously, as you know, it's, it's all a journey <laughs> <laughs> and trying to piece everything together. Because when you start something, you don't realize how far things can go. But it's almost like I'm open to wherever this can go in that sense. So we're, we're working on creating a directory to make it as an as a easy process. But right now, people literally, if they want to join the Facebook group, we're normally getting DMs and emails. And we will literally send them the link to the Facebook group. They just have to answer a couple of questions just to make sure, you know, they are UK Black female photographers. Even if someone comes from abroad, and they now live here in the UK, they join too. You don't have to be born in the UK itself. You can still be a part of us. Like you're still a part of us. You're based in the UK now, come along. <laughs> so then, yeah, just have to answer a couple of questions so that we can let them into the Facebook group because we've had like bots and, you know, people faking who they are to join. And then when it comes to like hiring people, again, people just DM us and email us and we will just literally put it in the Facebook group and say, hey, we've got this email about this job. Send your details. And then we normally pass them on to the person who's inquired. So right now it's almost like a word of mouth or just, you know, on an individual basis, but the goal is to have that directory Yes, where you all can have like, and even have it like the specialties, like you said, even earlier, you specialize in super smash cake photography and pregnancy shoes, but someone, like you said, could make so focus on documentary style yes. and nature shots. So I love that. Exactly. Organization is key. So yes. <laughs> now looking in terms of what is next, like, you and I, I did my, you know, my little recall. What I loved about your IG page is how you were very intentional. And like you said, 2022 is about discipline, deciding what you want, writing it down, making a plan. So when you think about the upcoming year, because it's like we blinked and 2023 is coming. What's next for UKP Photog? Like, what do you see the vision for your brand? One, how I don't understand how 2023 is basically like. It's like tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's wow. Like, <laughs> so um right now for us, we're gonna be working on having our well one of the most epic anniversary parties taking place in December. So we're very much looking forward to that. Not just our members coming, but friends of UKBF took as well to kind of, you know, celebrate how far we've come and where we are now and obviously what is to come as well we're going to be putting on our own exhibition soon that'll be running for like two months we finally got a place in London hallelujah because our first one was in Warsaw and then it was in Birmingham and then it was in 
precedent. So we actually haven't had one in London and people have been messaging us like, when is your exhibition in London? <laughs> yes, this is amazing. Yeah, so there is one coming up in London. Actually, we're running for about two months. We're hoping to run workshops and panels as well while it's on, not just, oh, it's on, just come and look. So that should be quite amazing. We also want to have our own conference as well. That's so excited about as well. We've teamed up with a couple of brands to help us with that, as well as, again, having panels and workshops because we don't want stuff to just be photography-based. We also want stuff to be like self-development. And we need to develop as people when we step away from our cameras as well, you know, a, a weekend retreat away. Oh, hey, we're hoping we can get that in as well. So a lot, a lot's happening within the next year for UK BF Talk, really. I'm going to have to make my way out there because I'm like, I am having FOMO. I was like, I am not missing this. <laughs> like, this seems like an entire vibe. Like, I would love to be out there. And I, I I definitely know the way that you have structured your brand, partnering also with the Obsidian Collection, that expanding your reach and engagement. Like, cannot wait to see what 2023 brings for you because this is an amazing creative collective that you have made. Thank so, you. Thank you. All the success to you, sis. Thank all you. the blessings. It's going to be amazing. Yes, can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. So, so much fun. Definitely. And then we have to get you out to Chicago. Like, duh. Yes. <laughs> I said, to, I said not too long ago. I feel like maybe I spoke it into its ex- existence. I was like, oh, I'd love to go to Ch- Chicago one day. And then I spoke to Angela. See? <laughs> and now you have all the reasons to go. You have a full partnership <laughs> with a team yeah, based out of, cool. with the whole org based out of Chicago. So yeah. see? Okay, now I really have purpose and reason to go. <laughs> exactly. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you taking the time to talk to the Obsidian Collection, to myself. Thank you so much, Jamila, for joining this conversation. Cannot wait to see what happens coming up. And thank you all for listening to the latest and greatest from the Obsidian Collection podcast. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. What a wonderful story. Jamila saw the need for the organization and formed it. She is amazing. Soon, we will welcome the members of UKBF Talk to our Obsidian Images portal. Sign up for our newsletter to be updated. In the meantime, thanks for listening to this Obsidian story.